Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Bullish Project. I say good evening because it's 10.05 at night, but it may be good morning if you're listening to this on a Tuesday, maybe the day after I post it, maybe it's a Wednesday, maybe it's any of the other days of the week that you're listening to this or watching this. So good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Welcome to the Bullish Project. I am on episode, what, seven now? Golly, I can't even keep track. It's been very fun. It could be episode eight. No, it's episode seven. Next week's episode eight. Me, uh, two months of doing the podcast, which is incredible. First of all, get this out of the way real quick because I might struggle with this. I'm still going to do the episode. I'm still going to stick to what I want to do. Which, by the way, it is technically Monday, but I want to get better at posting the episodes on Monday morning. I said that last week. This week, it just didn't work out like that. Today, in particular, um, obviously, I'm recording this at about 10 at night, so you guys may not see this until the next day, which would be Tuesday. Uh, And as you all know, it's not Motivational Tuesday, it's Motivational Monday. But Today's episode isn't necessarily motivational. I mean, it is, but it isn't. Um, It more or less is another side of the the perspective and rotating that through, right? There's always something that you have to think about when you're thinking about the big picture, right? And it's it's impossible to think about every single detail all the time, which is why it's nice to just go for it sometimes. But sometimes you want to take a step back, right? And today's episode is actually um, a suggestion that came in from my own mother, actually. Um, Shout out to her. I love my mom. Mother Day is coming up. So that's why I want to do this episode because she suggested this topic to me. And Mother Day is coming up on Sunday, which obviously, you know, by the time I record my next podcast, um, Mother's Day will have passed. So shout out to you, mom. I'm going to do this episode in your honor, because I think it's a great topic. And I really want to talk about it. Because it's a nice break of let's go get it. Let's be successful. Let's look at the big picture. It's more like let's just take a step back and and appreciate what we have. And I have a few things I want to talk about. First of all, this week has been a bumpy roller coaster ride. Um, I've been sick, as you guys can tell, I am still a little sick. I'm going to do my best not to um, let that get in the way of the episode. I have some water if I need it here. It's kind of just sitting here just in case. So I may take a sip of water if I need it. Obviously, if I need water, I'm going to take it. But uh, just to give you an idea, because this might be a little bit of a struggle for me. Today's been very busy, by the way. That's why it is super late with me recording it. Very fun, though. Um, I went to work, which was nice. Um, I worked eight to five, which is, you know, it's pretty nice because I don't generally get to work eight to five or really nine to five. You know, I don't, I don't get that shift often working retail. So it was pretty nice. Get off early. Shout out to my homeboy, Jacob, who has been training me for the last four to five weeks, really longer than that, but consistently for about four or five weeks. Um, almost since I started this podcast, really. We linked up and he's been giving me some tips and I'm just proud of myself because I stuck with it. Today, I was so tired, still kind of fatigued and getting over this sickness, went to work. I was going to cancel on him, but I didn't. I was like, he he texted me at like 11 or 12. He's like, hey, I'm just confirming 
that were still on for 5.30. 5.30 was after work when I was going to go um, do my personal training with him. And he said, yeah, um, are you still on for 5.30? I was like, yeah, we are. Um, so I committed to him. And it was it was more or less that accountability that kept me in the loop. And I told him that when we worked out today. I was like, man, today's just one of those days, you know, and, and everybody's got it where you, you want to just chill <clears throat> and relax and really not worry about all the responsibilities that you have. You just want to take a step back and chill, right? And this episode to me is sometimes taking that step back and chill, which today for me was the opposite. As soon as I got done with the workout about 6.30, I went straight to get some food and then I went to my homie's house to play some poker, which was very fun. We also did get a game of jackpot in. If you guys know what jackpot is, get you know some people on one side. You got one person throwing a football. They throw it up in the air, and you basically just try to catch it. Um, it's like a thousand, a thousand points, I guess. I can't really remember, but it's very fun. I remember playing it as a kid. So we played that, and then we played some more poker, and now I'm home recording this podcast. So very busy day. I started at 8, uh, really woke up at about 6.37, and here it is, 10 p.m., and I'm still up doing stuff, you know? And I did take a step back today. I, my, my friend said, hey, let's play some poker, and I was like, yes, I do want to do that. I want to play poker because life isn't always about going all the time when you have responsibilities it isn't always about just go, go, go all the time. You know, sometimes you really have to take a step back and enjoy life. And for me personally, I don't have many responsibilities. I don't have kids. I don't have um, dependents that are not necessarily kids. Um, and I'm very grateful for that and, and appreciative, which is part of the theme of this episode. But I still sometimes need to take a step back for myself, whether it's from work uh, even for my friends or family, you know, just to have time with myself. I think everybody needs to have time to their self to just regroup and then say, okay, let's do this. But today, despite saying all of that, I was still very busy and I still interacted with a lot of people. And going back to the workout, when I was talking to my friend Jacob, I was just like, man, if I can get through today, like I can get through almost anything else because I really just wasn't feeling it today. Um, I was feeling a chill day with my friends after work and then just feeling a chill day in general. Coming home and doing this podcast is still working on stuff. But to me, I just enjoyed so much. I'm willing to stay up late. I would, I would rather be sleeping right now normally, but I enjoy this so much and I feel like I have a lot to offer. You know, my, my friend Jacob asked me about the podcast, which is nice. I love when people ask me about the podcast because it's something I truly believe in. And there may not be many people listening right now, but there will be people listening eventually. And, you know, it might take a year, two years, but I'm just very happy to have that opportunity and, and appreciative as, as this theme of the episode Um is basically so I have some notes here and I want to kind of stay on track like I said I'm sick I have a little bit of brain fog but one of the points that I want to make um which isn't necessarily um on topic but it's very important right I was thinking all week what am I going to talk about on the podcast and there's a lot of things that come up in my brain on a day-to-day -day basis things that I see things that I 
observe or, or talk about with people or just read online. There's a lot of things. And I, I take the majority of that and filter through it so I can get a main topic and, and talk about it on the episode. But I think this is very important because some people get this twisted in terms of what can you do for me all the time? And it shouldn't be that way. It should be what can you do for them? Take, for example, uh, you may not be a fan of Apple, um, but Apple, the, the company, not apples like the food, but the company. Think about everything that they offer for a second. Even if you're not a fan, you, you've definitely heard of the company Apple and you know what they offer to an extent. I'll briefly summarize. Most of you know they have the phone, iPhone. They have tablets, which are, would be the iPad. They have Mac, which is their computer. They have MacBook, which is their laptop. They have basically their version of an Alexa speaker called the HomePod. They have their own software from the ground up. They have a cloud service to store all of your stuff. They offer um, all these different apps similar to Microsoft Office. They they offer so much. And I and more than I just talked about, right? Apple Watch, um, AirTags, similar to Tile. And there's a few ways you can look at that. Somewhat of a monopoly, maybe. Um, but it's still a very competitive market because you got Samsung, you got these other people. But Apple, for example, they have so many things to offer. They have the phone, right? Once you get the phone, then they're like, oh, you should get the Apple Watch. Oh, once you get the Apple Watch, you should get um, our MacBook because it all goes together, right? You're a college student, whatever it is. Take that main theme. Think about it like this. The more you offer, the more people you will attract, and, and I want you to just pause for a second and think about that because what that truly means is a few things. Not necessarily people running to you when they need something, but kind of like that at the same time. It's more like if you are offering something to somebody, say if somebody needs to borrow 20 bucks and you offer that to them, and first of all, don't expect anything in return, but if you offer that to them, you're helping somebody out when they would have otherwise may not have had um, something. Maybe they would have had to sacrifice something for that 20 bucks. Maybe they wouldn't be able to go hang out with their friends because they couldn't afford the gas, right? Gas prices are pretty high. So things like that. The more you can offer, the more people you attract. The more people that will be around you that you can enjoy life with. Not necessarily quantity of people because you still want quality, but I find myself, for example, in this world of, yes, there are people that are only looking out for their own interest. And even if you offer them something, they're just going to take it and run with it. Sure. But I feel like the far majority of people, especially a lot of the people that I interact with on a day-to-day -day basis, whether it's at work, whether it's at a show, the far majority of people that I interact with, if I offer something, if I offer my skills, if I'm with my friends on a, on a camping trip or just a trip in general, if I offer to help cook, if I offer to bring a speaker to play music, um, just really anything in general, the more people that are going to kind of like look up to you or ask you questions or start conversations, or if you're just vocal about, oh my God, I love disc golf, then somebody from the other side of the room is like, oh my God, I love disc golf too. And then you guys just start to talk about it. And for me, it's those moments that I appreciate because we have so many different things going on in our lives 
And most of us just want to find the happy, happy spots at any given moment. And it's tough, right? We got the stress of work, the stress of anything else going on at any given point. It's tough. But when you think about it like that, you can appreciate things more because then you and this other person are talking about disc golf. Maybe not you specifically, but me in this example, because I don't know what else. Like, I don't, if you're listening to this, whatever you're interested in, if it's hair, makeup, if you're a woman, if it's, you know, your Call of Duty, if you're a man, like whatever it is, I don't care. Just an example. You're going to make a connection with that person. And for some reason, when you find something that somebody else likes and you guys make a connection like that, it's just it's it's just cool to me. I don't know. I'm a social guy. Maybe you're not social. But even if you're not social, I feel like most people would talk if they had something to talk about, which maybe sometimes has to be given to them. Um, some people are not conversation starters. I'm a little bit of both. It's kind of situational. Um, sometimes I'm an introvert. I just want to stick to myself and I want to just chill. I want to, you know, I can observe. I like to watch other people have fun and I can just chill sometimes. Other times I'll jump in and I'll be the life of the party. I'll be the conversation starter. And I, I like it both ways personally. It just depends on the mood I'm in, not necessarily uh, back and forth or inconsistent, but um, it just depends on what I'm feeling. I think everybody has the right to do whatever they want to do in any given moment. And for me, that's what I appreciate because all the people that I interact with at some point, they're going to have memories of their life down the road when they're older. And if you're a part of that, then again, like building your legacy, I think I talked about this, was it last week? Or maybe it was the episode before, I can't remember. But it's it's like building that legacy. What do you want people to remember you for? And if you're just always being a genuine person, you know, chiming in when you can, and offering stuff to people without any expectation in return, that goes a long way for a lot of people. And a lot of people appreciate that. But not only that, there's so many different ways you can look at this. Take, for example, your workplace. If you're not happy where you're at, it's because you're probably not being appreciated. And you're probably not being recognized when you should be recognized. There's a lot of people out there, and this might be you, who just go so hard for your job when you know you don't have to because you're trying to get a raise you're trying to impress people you're you have a new boss and you just want to set the right tone whatever it is there's so many people out there that go after their job gung-ho trying to make a difference for most of the time somebody other than themselves excuse me most of the time it's their kids it's their grandmother who's sick it's their um it's somebody else in their family who just needs extra help. Or maybe it's just they don't want to live paycheck to paycheck, so they go hard so they can have a little bit of savings. But a lot of times, people go hard because it's for other people, not themselves. <coughs> Excuse me. I knew that was going to be an issue this episode, and I'm very sorry. <coughs> <coughs> I'm still getting over your sickness. It's been about a week now. Hopefully, the next day or two, I won't have this issue. But most of the time, it's for other people other than themselves. And I'm I'm sure those people, other than kids, sometimes kids just don't understand the world yet. And that's true in a lot of cases. But once they start to get older and they think about their life from that moment and before, 
then they'll realize, oh my gosh, my mom really did sacrifice a lot for me. My dad really did sacrifice a lot for me. And for some of you guys, you, you don't have the luxury of those good memories. And unfortunately, you just have to pick up those pieces, rebuild and move on. But it does shape you into the person that you are today, which for that, you can be appreciative of. There's always something that you can look at that's the silver lining, that is the, just the best possible outcome for the scenario, even if it's not a good scenario, but the best possible outcome for it, even if it isn't a good outcome, if that makes sense. So it's more or less just looking at the bright side and trying to stay positive and appreciative because a lot of us have family and Mother's Day's coming up, like I said. So, you know, for me, that's just how I look at it. I think that that's very important. When I was thinking about topics this week and that got suggested to me, I was thinking, yeah, I could definitely um, to put some analogies and some stories on that for sure. I do have a couple funny stories to break up the episode real quick. So this week at work, <clears throat> it's been kind of crazy. Uh, being sick, I had to call off once, which was either last week or two weeks ago. I can't remember. It's been a blur. But I did did have to call off. And at work, I only get three sick days. So what sucks is I'm kind of put in a position to still provide for myself and tough it out, as they say. But be considerate of others and, and not spread any sort of germs. Now, for me, this is seasonal. I tend to get sick with a minor cold. Um, around this time of year. And from what I've noticed, a lot of people are sick right now as well. So I didn't think anything of it. Um, but now that I'm on the other side of it, I feel a lot better. And when I was at work, um, you know how being sick just sometimes gives you a brain fog that you you can't really explain until you're not sick anymore. When I'm sick, the only thing that I care about in that particular moment, especially if it's like really, really bad sick, is getting better. That's the only thing I care about. And that makes me appreciate not being sick. Because when you are sick, it's it sucks. Nobody wants to be sick, first of all. But when you are sick, holy cow, I just hit my table and that just made my webcam go crazy. Um, sorry about that. Anyway, when you're sick, you're just trying to be better. Nobody wants to be sick. So for me, trying to work with that sucks. And and it would for anybody. It's not just me. Um, but I'm bringing it up because it's pertinent to what I want to say. I had this customer, which, by the way, it wasn't anything that I could help with anyway. But she came in and she wanted to figure out what was going on with her account. Um, I do cellular sales, for those of you who don't know. I'm not going to name drop. I don't know logistics with that. I don't know the legalities of that. Anyway, <clears throat> I do cellular sales. For those of you who know me personally, you can probably guess. Um, and even if you don't know who I am, you can probably guess. Um, you know, there's there's not too many options when it comes to cellular sales. Anyway, this this customer comes in. I felt bad for her because she had um, an extra line on her account that you know, wasn't supposed to be there. And I'll be very vague because I don't know. Uh, the logistics of storytelling either. Anyway, long story short, it wasn't supposed to be there. And this particular customer 
was in there because she was trying to figure out her bill. Her bill was high, which makes sense. And I'm like, I'm sorry, especially since this wasn't authorized. First of all, we can't disconnect lines in store. That's just not never been a thing. Um, and so I could not help anyway. I told her, sorry, you're going to have to call in to our customer service team because we can't take it off in store. And she was like, okay, but can you help me figure this out? So I, I basically explained it to her. Long story short, it was unauthorized. So I told her to call our fraud department. So I wrote down the number and I gave it to her and she was like, okay, cool. I'll call the fraud department. I wasn't here or not here, but I wasn't there when um, my uh, customer came back. But my manager told me at some point she came back and she referred to me as dyslexic because I wrote the number down wrong, which I kind of chuckled because I know I'm not dyslexic. Um, but it was just funny for the customer to assume that just because I wrote the number down wrong. Um, I, I assume maybe I flip flop the numbers, um, which I do sometimes not because I'm dyslexic. It's because we have a lot of numbers that are 888, 886, 866, 800. There's a lot of different numbers. Um, so I was just going off memory. I wrote it down, uh, and I wrote it down wrong. Which is kind of funny because that customer jumped to conclusions. <coughs> Excuse me. And it made me think of um, when I wrote it down how I was sick and how I wasn't in the right frame of mind anyway. And that's not an excuse, but that's just the reality of it. So it's kind of funny because I know I'm not dyslexic, obviously. Um, so that was that was kind of funny to hear. But <clears throat> I mean, in terms of just being sick in general, it just takes a toll it really does and and here i am trying to do this podcast struggling coughing which i hope it isn't too bad to listen to or watch um but speaking of being sick um i have another analogy that i want to bring up because i thought of this the other day and i, I thought it was pretty clever i've never heard it before um me personally i'm just very big on analogies looking at things a different way and looking at things if you understand like basketball, for example, then you can understand X example uh, because you understand basketball and they kind of link up together. So things like that. I was thinking about the immune system the other day and um, I was thinking about how the immune system operates. When COVID first hit, a lot of people were like, oh my God, isolate, mask up. This is ridiculous. Our immune systems are going to be so weak by the time we get out of isolation, we're all going to be even sicker. And, you know, there might be some rationale to that on the surface. Um, I don't think two weeks, a month, two months, whatever is enough to weaken the immune system. Um, you know, there are immunocompromised people which have that issue anyway. But um, for those fortunate enough to have a working immune system, um, that's generally not the case. And I was thinking about it because the immune system in a nutshell to, to those people's points who were pointing out that our immune system was going to be weaker, that is partially true. Um, you know, use it or lose it kind of thing. Our bodies have to have that bacteria coming in and out so they know how to fight it. And when new bacteria comes along, kind of like seasonal allergies, they just don't know how to fight it. Sorry, I, I muted myself to cough. 
Um, I hope that helps. Maybe I might do that a lot more. Um, again, I'm I'm dying here, but I'm I'm try- doing my best. So, our immune system needs to know what what something is, so they know how to fight it. And I was thinking, like, why don't people go after stuff like they should? Why don't they just go for it? Why why do they just sit back and 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 wait or just don't do it in general? And I was thinking, well, the immune system, you know, if if you just sit back and you don't interact with any bacteria, then yeah, you're going to be like use it or lose it type thing. You're going to lose your touch and you're not going to have the ability to fight off that infection as easy. Um and, and it's kind of similar like if if you take you know, two weeks off work or whatever, you may lose your touch a little bit if it's in the technology world anyway, because our, our tech world changes a lot. So there might be different things that you have to relearn. But this also applies to when you're trying new things as well. Um, I know there's, there's a lot of people that would expose their kids on purpose to chicken pox. Um, and not that long ago, I mean, it was maybe 10, 20 years ago. Um, I don't know if people still do that. But um, people would expose their kids on purpose so that their bodies know how to fight it. And I think people just need to do that a little bit more. People need to expose themselves to that sickness, that bacteria, so that, that their immune system can build up all of the immunity, you know, obviously immune system, the immunity to that. But the same applies to if you are trying to try something new in, in any field. If it's um, holy cow, talking makes my throat dry and that's why I'm coughing. Um, it's any field. It's literally, you're trying to, uh, get like a certificate for, um, whatever it is. Like it, you're trying to get uh, certified to be a welder, to, to do a trade, to do college, whatever it is, you know, you're not going to know how to react to a situation until you're put in that situation. And then from there, you know how to respond the next time, which is a learning lesson. You have to fail. You have to go in, you know, just jump in sometimes to figure out how something is so that you can fight it next time so that you know how to react next time. It was just very interesting to me. Like that immune system analogy really clicked with me. I wanted to share it because it was very like, oh my God, it was like euphoric. Like, holy cow, this this is how it works. Yeah, you know, your immune system doesn't know how to fight bacteria unless that particular bacteria enters the body. And the same is true if you're trying something new or you want to have experience in a certain field or you just want to do things in general. You just have to do it. You have to expose yourself to new scenarios. You've never been to a bar before because you're young and you're not 21. Cool. Go to a bar. See how it is. You know, show your ID. You know, you just go up to the counter. You ask for a drink. Like there's a lot of people because they're young they haven't done a lot of those things. And even older people who just stay on one path, which at one point was acceptable. But if you don't like something, you don't have to stay on that path. And you just have to reset, try again, and and basically expose yourself to the new things. That way you can keep growing and, and stay on your A game, you know, be exposed to all of those different things. That would be my um, 
advice anyway. That's what I'm doing currently. I'm exposing myself to podcasting. I'm exposing myself to to disc golf. Maybe I take that serious and I go pro one day, which is unlikely, but maybe I do. Uh, I did my hand at competitive sport or esports, excuse me, um, like Call of Duty and all of that. And I did get good enough to be somewhat amateur. Um, I probably could have pursued it more if I put a little more effort into it. But at some point, I was just like, this isn't for me. I need to find something else. And it's just all about tasting different things so that you know what's out there and then you know how to react in all those different scenarios. Very cool analogy. And I spent a little bit of time on that, but it's very important. I wanted to get it out there. Last thing that I want to talk about um, for this episode is is something I actually talked about with my friend um, who is currently struggling with some stuff. Uh, I won't say his name. I won't say what he's struggling with. Um, you know, he may know who he is, but I'm, I'm not going to go into that. In general, this is the theme that I came up with. We were talking on the phone and he was telling me some things that, oh man, this is going to be different. I'm going to do this. We're going to do this. And I love to hear that. Trust me. I'm all about that. I love the hype. I love to get hype. As you guys can see, I love to motivate. I love to talk. I love all of that. But recently... I've started to figure out that none of that matters unless you act on it. And you could say anything in the world, um, but unless you act on it, it just doesn't matter. Not only that, but as he was saying that stuff to me, I'm like, yeah, man, um, it was almost like something I've heard before. And uh, um, not to call him out necessarily, but I, I told him straight up, like, I was like, if you truly believe what you're saying, then just do it. If you truly believe that this is what you're going to do, or this is how things will be because you feel different about it now or whatever it is, then just do it. You have nobody else to impress. Not even me is what I told him. I said, bro, we're best friends, but like, you don't have to tell me anything. You really don't because if you truly believe it, then you can do it. And obviously, that's not me saying, don't call me, don't talk to me. Obviously, he knows he can come to me with anything. He's my best friend. That just means in that specific scenario, and in most of those scenarios, when we're talking about stuff, it sometimes it feels like an excuse and then an explanation of why something didn't happen or an explanation of how things are going to be from here on out. And with no track record, you know, that is almost unnecessary to even talk about. You know what I mean? Like people can talk all day. Oh, I'm going to be the next Elon Musk. I'm going to do this. And ultimately, none of that matters unless you actually do it. So, you know, there's a lot of people out here, a lot of motivational things that I watch. And it's like, don't speak about it. Just do it. Personally, I don't agree with that necessarily. I think you can speak about whatever you want to speak about. And I think you can do whatever you want to do. In my opinion, what I would do is talk less and <coughs> excuse me and do more. Talk less and do more. And you know, it's kind of funny because in my scenario, I'm I'm uh, uh, podcasting, so I have to talk more and do less. Which you know, in this scenario, obviously that doesn't make sense. But anyway, I was like, bro, you don't have to explain anything to anybody, not even me. You don't have to. I said, but if you truly believe it then it will happen and you you can do it. 
Um, there's a lot of reasons why you could be hesitant or why you could feel different about some things. And that's natural. We're humans. We have emotions. We have all these different things that come into factor uh, or factor in with what we're doing, decision making and all this stuff. But sometimes you can just know when something's different. And if you truly believe that, just do it. And and I'm being a little vague, but what I'm really referring to is when you're trying to change something about your life, say you you know, you're you're always late to stuff and you don't want to be late anymore, especially to work. You're always like three to four minutes late. Your boss comes to you and and he's like or she's like, Hey, you can't be late anymore. Um, I'm gonna start writing you up. You know, this is getting ridiculous. You come in five minutes late every day, you're never ready to work. You need to come in on time and be ready to work. First of all, that's accountability and you should hold yourself accountable for not showing up on time. You don't have to judge yourself, but you should hold yourself accountable. And at the same time, you can also, um, I lost my train of thought. This is crazy how my brain fog is working. But anyway, um, oh, here, here's what I was going to say. So you can talk about showing up on time to your boss. Oh, it'll never happen again. It'll, it'll never happen again. I promise. But until you just start showing up on time or early rather, that's when you prove to your boss that you will show up on time. Not when you say it, but when you do it. I think that's the more important thing there. So on that note, just kind of think about that sometimes. You don't have to talk as much as you may talk right now. Maybe it's just you need to put your head down and just work and go after what you want to go after. Because the more you talk, the more your judgment gets clouded and the more the more it's like you you get outside influences and, and opinions and then sometimes that weighs on you and and i'd say for most people even myself opinions weigh on me more than they should so the less you talk about it the less opinions you have to filter through to get to your own and there's no more worrying about the, what this person thinks or what this person thinks, you can literally just do it. And then when you just do it, that's when everything else will basically speak for itself, right? You don't have to say that you're a good employee because you show up on time. If you just show up on time, everything else falls into place. I think that's a really um, interesting theme there uh, because most people just would rather talk about what they're going to do different or what they're going to change about themselves. For me, I just do my best to not judge myself and to try to find ways to build new habits that are better for me and my routines versus talking about it to people. If I talk about it with somebody, it's more like, let me get some more information so that I can apply that somehow. I'll ask questions. A lot of times I ask questions. If I want to know about something, then I ask questions. I'm like, hey, you know, not that, you don't have to lead in with, oh, I'm trying to do this and I, I need some help. You can just ask questions that benefit the other person because they want to talk about it. Say if they're an expert on nutrition, you're like, hey, I'm, I'm curious, you know, I've, I've been trying to eat healthy. Um, is this particular thing healthy? Um, and those kind of questions get the conversation going, but it also sparks their mind and they're going to be willing to tell you more information anyway. And you can do with that information what you will, but at least it's information. 
right? And most people, if they're educated enough, will be telling the truth. Some people just don't know, and that's fine. Um, and other people may put their own opinions on it. But if you can just take the pure facts and then take take that in and then make your own opinion around it, then you can start changing it for the way it works for you and not for them. So that's another way to filter through those opinions and stuff. I, I think that's really important. Um, and And really just stick into yourself, not as much as possible. Again, I'm a talkative guy, so I don't stick to myself very much. Um, but there are certain aspects of my life that I keep to myself because I just want to do it for myself, find out for myself, not have any other clouding judgment, opinions, whatever it is. I just want to try it for myself and see what happens. And then if that doesn't work out, cool, I'll, I'll put it away. I'll, I'll go on to the next thing. It, for me, it doesn't bother me. If it doesn't work out, then I don't have to wonder what would have happened otherwise. And I also know that it's not for me and I can do something else because the last thing you want to do is force something. Um, you don't want to force like a new job or, or anything like that. You, you just want to be happy with where you are because from there, when you're, when you're in a good spot with your job or whatever, you can truly appreciate everything else around you. Like I said, I truly appreciate not being sick and sometimes you take it for granted, but when you're sick, the only thing you want to do is be healthy. It's crazy how it works. So now I've gotten this mindset of, even though I lose it sometimes because I get lost in the day-to-day -day stuff, my overall mindset is, man, I'm so glad I'm not sick. Man, I'm so glad my family's not sick. I'm so glad that my friends are not sick. And even though one or two of your friends or family may be sick in any given moment, the macro is that most of your people are healthy. and that for that you be you can be appreciative for it's 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 amazing you know work appreciation just showing your appreciation in general um even if you are appreciated uh or or even if you are appreciating those scenarios and stuff showing it goes a long way too i think that's a big thing because again that is going to set the tone for the other person that you're interacting with especially if it's a boss employee scenario if you're the boss you work for your employees, not the other way around. You need to show them the appreciation and show them why they would want to stay with you and work for you. I think that's very important. And, and I'm so glad that this topic was suggested to me because I think it's, it's, it's just important, like in general, taking a step back and really seeing the full picture and being appreciative and make sure you tell other people you appreciate them, tell them you love them. Nobody's guaranteed them. <coughs> Excuse me. Nobody's guaranteed tomorrow, and nobody certainly knows when something's going to happen. So, it, you know, it, it could be 20 years from now, 30 years from now, but all of us will pass away at some point. And you just kind of have to have that mindset. You know, we're on this earth 70, 80, 90 years, whatever their life expectancy is now. And that's not to make you sad. That's That's to motivate you. That's to get you up and going. Like, you have limited time on this earth to do what you want to do and you're not doing it. And I don't know why you should be going after every single thing you can possibly go after and, and see if you like it. And if you don't move on to the next, that's what you should be doing because it's, it's so weird. Like life in general, we're on an earth that is 
revolving around a star that gives us heat and life and all the, it's just so crazy like when you zoom out and see the big picture and appreciate all of that it's it's just crazy so that was my main thing for today is just appreciating every single thing around you and every single body around you so if you're listening to this all the way to the end first of all thank you for sticking with me through my sickness my my coughing and all of that i'm doing my best to get through the episode and I want to still do the podcast. I don't want to miss a week just because I'm sick. I'm going to fight through it and I'm going to do things on the days I don't want to do them, which is today. I didn't want to go work out. I wanted to take the day off. I didn't necessarily want to do the podcast, even though I do. It's just the reason why I wouldn't want to do it is because every time I talk, my throat gets a little more dry and then I have to cough. So there, there's pros and cons to everything, but I push through it. So if you were listening to this, 40 something minutes in. Thank you very much because there's not many listeners right now. And I know that I'll eventually grow that. But the people who are listening right now, I appreciate you, obviously, with the theme of the episode. That's that's a coincidence. But anyway, I appreciate every single person who listens a lot. And my question for today's episode, kicking it off, I won't answer this one because the whole episode was about it already. But what are you grateful for or what do you appreciate in your life? I think that is kind of similar. So we'll just throw that out there for anyone who wants to email me at bullishprojectpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to see your answers because like I said, Mother's Day is coming up. If you have a mother in your life, you should be grateful. Not everyone has a mother uh, in their life, uh, whether they're passed away or whether they're just not active in their life. You know, there's a lot of people who have um, unfortunate circumstances that you do not have. You have something better than them. So you should be appreciative for that, for sure, especially with that coming up. Hug your mother's tight this weekend. Do it, do it anyway, but do it this weekend, especially because they make the world go round. Without them, obviously, we wouldn't have any other human being on this earth. So, uh, I mean, that, that wraps it up for today's episode. What are you appreciative for? I don't even know if I'm saying that right. But if you have an answer to that question, I'd love to take it. And I'll, I'll answer it on the next episode. And I'm trying not to cough if you guys can hear that. Um, I'll answer it on the next episode. So until then... I'll see you guys for episode eight, which next week is going to be so dope. Hopefully I'm not sick and I can actually do the episode like normal, but next week is going to be so dope. So we'll see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Peace out.